So all these buttons need to be very clear, concise and clickable and make sure that the right size on all at least multiple mobile devices. Yes. Just makes it a lot easier for the users. When you're on a mobile, you've got to think about the user, what they're doing, what they're thinking and chances are they're out and about, they're on the road, right? And you need to put directions. Digital Cowboys, Episode 6. We discuss everything digital marketing and growth hacking for small businesses, startups, and entrepreneurs. So if you want that competitive edge, then saddle up, because Cameron Francis and Sam Roshan are about to drop some value bombs. Hey everybody, this is Cameron Francis. And you're with Sam Roshan. And we are the Digital Cowboys. Cowboys. Brown chicken, brown cow. How are you, Sam? Brown chicken, brown cow. What do you What do you get when you cross a brown chicken and a brown cow? Brown chicken cow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, what are we talking about today? Um, I think something that's really that is very important in this time and age in the digital world, and um, that is how to the ideal way of having a mobile website. Okay, so we'll talk about everything you need when you're planning and designing your mobile website. Cool. What's uh, what's one? Give me one. Um, buttons. And the call to action. <laughs> a button. That's right. So uh, All the a buttons. necessity is a button. And what what about a button? So let's talk about them. So you've got just like your normal websites on a on a normal computer on a browser. You've got multiple tabs. Each one of those are considered to be a button. Um, and you have various. Ideally, you want to have call to actions from an inquiry to a call and so on. Each one of these are buttons. A lot of websites that we look at on a daily basis or that I look at um, have not really geared their sites um, or optimized their sites on mobile u- for mobile users. So all these buttons need to be very clear, concise, and clickable, and make sure that the right size on all or at least multiple mobile devices. Yes, yes. Just makes it a lot easier for the users. Make it big, make it stand out, uh, make it look nice. Very, very simple. I mean, if you can't design a good button, go to Shutterstock and type in button, and you'll get a list of hundreds of thousands of different button options to choose from. Uh, number two, uh, one thing, you know, when you're on a mobile, you've got to think about the user what they're doing, what they're thinking, and chances are they're out and about, they're on the road, right? And you need to put directions. So having mobile maps that integrate with directions, that let your customer know where your business is located, how to get there, and um, it just makes a, a better user experience. To make it very simple, what you'd want to do is the location has to be clickable, so when they click on it, it goes to Google Maps. And it's very easy for the user to be able to find your business. You know, uh, what I really like, it's got nothing to do with websites, but uh, I've got the Google Pixel. And when I've got a calendar invite and there is uh, an address, I click the address and it automatically opens up Google Maps. And based on where I am actually located, it'll give me the directions. And it's just easy. Do the same thing for your website. Make it easy for your customers to find you. Fantastic. The next one would be text. So to ensure that the text on that on your mobile is readable, the right size. What size do you recommend? What's a minimum? 14. Okay. See, so, you know, have you ever been to a site um, uh, and you've got to scroll in and scroll out, regardless of if it's responsive or not, but scrolling in and scrolling out because, you know, the fonts, it's not readable. And that, again, it's all about user experience. You want to provide a good one. Um, I really like that. That was good. The uh, I, here's, here's a really big one. 
I, and it's happened to me a couple of times because I just never thought about it at all. And that's making sure that your your mobile site actually responds both vertically and also portrait and landscape. So do you know how uh, you'll lock the index? Yep. Okay. So those little iPhones, the original ones, if you do side screen, right, and you lock the index and you scroll, you've got like a third of the website that is scrollable because so the you index can't see much. Yes. And how often do you actually check your, your mobile your, on a ver- vertically? Like you just don't. So the recommendation is, is if you're working on a website, ensure that you're just testing it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. What else? Collapsible content and image sliders. Okay. So just to avoid excessive amount of content on mobile so people have to keep scrolling and you find that on so many sites because that, that has not been considered when they're actually maybe they want to get to a particular point and there's just so much content that they have to continue scrolling where what you'd want to do is maybe just have a couple of lines and have a, a, the, the content to be collapsible so if they do want to read more they can just click on that and then be able to read the, the content and same with the images too you know uh, one thing that you could do is like no one wants to go through so much text right especially if it's on the home page or if it's on one of your money pages just do read more right it doesn't go against Google guidelines no, as long as there's a couple of lines for them to be able to click give like allow the, the person if they want to read more just give them the read more button and for those that don't want to read more they want to look at images and they want to scroll faster j- just hide it away under a read more button very you know very what? simple if you're anyone is using facebook and i'm sure everyone listening to this will be if you look at any of those social blogs and you click on them 99 percent of them now have a couple of lines of the content and it says if you want to read more click here very good. Uh, another one I want to suggest is that your key touch interactions, that they're easily accessible. So putting all menus, call to actions, uh, and other touch targets in a visible and easy accessible area just makes it easy to use and you're providing easy access for your mobile user. That's ideal. The next one would be to ensure that your site's easily navigable. So how do you optimize your website to ensure that your users, whether they're on the homepage, ideally to ensure that they're um, getting to the right points and they're getting there promptly and fast. That actually helps with the mobile um, speed as well. Yep. Look, not just a mobile uh, must-have, but a website must-have, but I I thought I'd put it in here anyway, is uh, video content. Um, I'm just thinking that, you know, the users, they're on the go, they're out and about, they don't have the time to read through chunks of content, so make it easy for them. Um, I think it's about 41% of users rather watch a video, so give the people what they want, place a short video about your company or about each product or service, and make it easy for them to uh, get the information they need. Fantastic. And you know what? I think that proof's in the pudding. If anyone is doing this, That's actually a fallacy. Roshan, the proof is not in the pudding. The proof is in the eating of the pudding. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Stand corrected. I've thrown him way off. But sorry, you were saying. You did. Um, I don't know if anyone has ever used um, heat heat maps. You can actually install things like Mouse Flow or Crazy Egg on the site. Make these slight iterations and changes uh, based on the recommendations that are being made and test them. Yep. See what people are doing and... Sometimes people really prefer video and sometimes they don't. But ideally, what you want to do is make these, these changes and then actually look at the data. Love it. And I think actually the proof's in the data, not the pudding or the eating of the pudding. Well, it is the data in, in the pudding case is the pudding. But no one eats data 
from puddings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so off the top of my head, uh, how about that um, all non-essential elements are in the footer? So things like terms of service, company locations, values, um, management, and, and other stuff like that, as important as they are, they don't need to be in the body of the text. So make sure that they're all the way down in the Buddha. Uh, in the Buddha. <laughs> they're all in the Buddhist. <laughs> they're all Just in the Buddha. Just make sure they're on the Buddhist of your um, mobile website. So that if someone does want to go to those pages, they can scroll down and you can make them collapsible as well hey you can the hey. footer menu very good um imagery that doesn't contain any text so you know images with text are often unreadable on mobile screens yep yep um so that's just if you're going to be putting um images on your show just make sure that it doesn't contain any text it's and also make sure that they're optimized you know there are a lot of images that are on really high definition and your mobile is a small screen so you don't necessarily need the best quality photo speaking of this you don't need the best quality photo but if you are, are going to put images try and put them in in hd like you may use vector-based uh, icons to avoid images from looking blurred or fuzzy, but the last thing you want is, is low-quality, unoptimized images. Uh, it's a recipe for failure. What about your product images if you're running an e-com site? I want them large. Fantastic. And why is that? Well, because they, I mean, you're wanting that person to buy it, right? That's what they're doing. So they get engaged and they um, get intrigued by the image. And then, remember the read more, click more option, they can read more information if they want to, but the image should be able to sell the product on itself. Very good. And the other thing is, is that if you have multiple variations or you want to show, uh, I don't know, if you've got a clothing store and you've got a shirt and you want to be able to present that shirt in multiple angles and you want to ensure that the um, carousel is presented properly, yeah. whether ideally it could be swipeable. Cool. Um, you know, uh, one I would want to add is to, you know, not everyone wants to view your mobile site um, or even your responsive mobile site have a link to the desktop version down the bottom. And you'll see it on a lot of sites. Do you want to view the full version of this website? Allow that as an option, right? So if someone isn't getting the information that they need because it's, you know, you've got less space to work with on a mobile, allow them to, you know, they, they, they're giving you the choice. They, they're, they're saying, I want to get the full picture, and then they, they've got the whole desktop version. So I'd, I'd still have that in there, albeit, you know, I mean, from, from the data that I've got, not a lot of people have it in there, but yeah, something to add. And what about having a little back to the top button? So when someone's scrolling oh, yeah. all the way down, and whether whatever type of site that you have, if it's they scroll all the way down, then you just want to make sure that it's really easy for them to get back to the top if they want to look at any other possible um, menu options. So just having that little button for them to be able to immediately scroll to the top is really helping the user experience. Very good. Um, uh, I want to add all forms use custom input types. So use specific uh, text-specific, email-specific, and number-specific types of data inputting uh, depending on the on the form's aim. So like when you've got a form fill, put in, type in your email or phone, you know, actually have that text in there so that people know what to actually put into those, those different forms. Uh, speaking about forms, uh, make sure that the forms don't autocorrect, right? So they're not auto-predicting what you're actually going to be putting in there. That is very annoying. Very annoying, right? Like, um, and it, it, sometimes they go in the wrong place. Don't do it. It's a mobile. There's not a lot of options. Simplify the form process and don't put auto-predict the text. I get pissed by them as a mobile user. I'm sure that a lot of people 
a lot of people do. And if you want to know how important this whole, you know, making sure that your website's uh, responsiveness or the, the mobile site that you have is important to your business, jump on Google Analytics or even Google Webmaster Tools and find out the percentage of users on mobile devices and tablets. It'll give you a very good indication. And I would say that majority of sites, or anyone listening to this that has a website, We'll definitely need to apply some, if not all, of the recommendations that are made here today. Actually, I've got one more. Uh, this is SEO. Uh, there was a, a mobile and Stitchels uh, algo that came out, I think it was in February or something, um, where it, it's now against the Google guidelines to have pop-ups, right, in your uh, on your mobile site. So don't have pop-ups. I Very have put, because there is some um, contact us forms, that creates a pop-up. Um, I haven't got any data around it being considered the same type of pop-up, but uh, yeah, they're the only kind that I'd have in there. You know, there's annoying pop-ups saying, "Here, subscribe now," or yeah. So, so even to have even one of them is would be an issue. You, uh, yes, that you it's don't have it on there. That's yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Cool. If anyone else can think of any, please uh, please let us know. But hopefully you, uh, you guys uh, got a lot out of this episode. Thanks for listening to the Digital Cowboys with Cameron Francis and Sam Roshan. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And please, write a review. Also, head on over to digitalcowboys.com.au where we post the latest episodes and content pieces for all of our listeners. So saddle up and join us next time for another edition of The Digital Cowboys.